Welcome, everybody. Episode 13, 13 already, of this week's picks. The podcast that helps you navigate the overwhelming world of entertainment with countless options available. We're here to guide you through the best movies, TV shows, books, music, and more. Join us as we provide recommendations, reviews, and insights to help you make informed choices. Let's streamline your entertainment options and discover the perfect picks for you. Let's get this shit started. What's up, Jason? How are you doing? All right. Uh, good, good. Excited to talk about some... Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil some things. Movies. I, it's only movies for me. Oh, the cinephile, Jason, with some movie picks. All right, maybe. man. We'll say that. You ready to get started? Sure. Maybe, maybe next week we'll do a book or something if you, you know, like to read. There we that go. Kind of, there we that go. kind of crap. Anyway, let's just start off with a fun one. Uh, one of my favorite movies, one of my most rewatchable films, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> yes. I was I was running through before this. I'm like, wait, did we talk about this one already? There's no way I haven't used this one yet. But I don't think we have. Think so uh, written and uh, starring Jason, written by and starring Jason Segal. Um, you know, it's one of those kind of Judd Apatow films. Um, man, I I don't know what where to jump on this one at night. It's just <laughs> it's a good film. Like it's almost like a rom com for dudes. Yeah. While yeah. being really funny. Like it's the rom com with jokes just layered all the way through. All over. Um very male centric humor. Yeah, that's um, that. Just a wonderful cast. Jason Segal's great. Uh Kristen Bell and Mila Kunis are just both fantastic. Russell great, Brand. Great eye candy. The great eye candy of that film too. Well yeah, it's weird too, because it's like the Sarah the not uh the Sarah Marshall role with Kristen Bell. Uh, you know, it's kind of like um, like a, a real. It could easily come off as this like cold-hearted bitch, like right. the uh, the woman who leaves you for a uh, rock star and like then tries to win you back when she sees you happy and just that shouldn't work. And yet somehow Kristen <laughs> Bell just plays that perfect like slight douchey character that you still just are rooting for. It's almost like a precursor to a good place where you're like ah, you're not a good person. But man, I just think we should hang out, you know? Yeah, right. And it just plays perfectly. And uh, Mila Kunis, too, like, her role on paper is nothing. It's like, even by the end of the movie, it's like, um, okay, so you dropped out of school, you work at a hotel in Hawaii, and that's it. That's all we know about you. Yeah. And yet, much. somehow, you're just like, yeah, all right. She She's great. The, she brought some of that character, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Russell Brand's, you know, you can he controversial figure, love him, hate him, whatever. But he's just perfect in this role. Hilarious, yeah. Hilarious, uh, delivers yeah. delivers everything perfectly. Oh, all his joke lines and how he's supposed to act as that character in that movie—he's perfect for. Perfect. I'm kind. I wonder if he's playing himself, but he's like playing this like <laughs> elevated version of like a like a British rock star. Like on, it's yeah. Yeah. marvelous and um and all all the bit players too you know like um uh Kristen wig is the yoga instructor mm-hmm. jonah hill like he's not in it that much but every scene with him is just oh, hilarious yeah he's like yeah he plays a great paul rudd is a surf instructor oh my god yeah. yeah just endlessly quotable just like absolutely uh, every line from paul rudd kills right like the weather outside <laughs> yeah. is weather yeah, I say that all the time. All oh, the from, time. Yeah, yeah, from Kaiser Permanente. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> oh. 
I don't wear a watch anymore. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, my cell phone. Is. <laughs> yeah, or my name, my Hawaiian name is Kanu. What does that mean? It means Chuck. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I looked it up on a website. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. We start to wrestling, uh, uh, mocking Russell Brand and uh, Bill Hader is fantastic. Yeah, oh, that's um, right. Yeah, I forget. He as the brother-in-law. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, he said, "Like it from England." Sorry, I just thought that part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, um, bless, bless it. And Jonah, yeah, Jonah Hill, just like ah, I just went from six to midnight. <laughs> yeah. Even Jack McBriar, like I, I've heard some things where people don't like that, like side storyline of the newlyweds. But oh, it's I don't. Awesome. I I agree. Like knowing so many like young Christian newlyweds who knew nothing <laughs> about sex, and just, like it was this like, oh yeah, we're supposed to be. Enjoying it now, but I don't. Yeah, we sh- we're supposed to be fucking, but I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not working. It's not working. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then brands teaches them with the chest. Oh yeah. And montage. then that scene after was like, yeah. oh, it's like Christ between my thighs <laughs> with a shorter beard. <laughs> I'm gonna use that line. I'm gonna use that line so much in the middle of the next time with the wifey. Um, <laughs> well, you gotta get the you gotta get the second half though, like. But with a shorter beard. With a shorter beard. <laughs> fucking slap me. Uh, it'd be worth it. Um, oh, man. <laughs> well, great. Anyway. <laughs> um, it's a good film. Endlessly watchable. Yeah. Easy. It's one of those where you can just pick it up halfway through, watch a scene or two, watch the whole thing. Just, yeah, it's digestible. Yeah, I think that's a solid, solid um, great weekend film when you've had, you know, as you get nothing to do, sit the couch, have a couple. The, we didn't even talk about the songs. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Russell God. Brand songs. Yeah. Inside and... of you, yeah, and then the whole Dracula musical. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. creative. It's very creative. I mean, I think you can watch it with anybody. Yeah, it's it's male centric humor, like you said, but I don't really think you can watch it with anybody. Yeah, as long as they're okay with a little bit of um, R rated comedy, a little bit of crude. I mean, you've heard us make all the jokes already so far. Yeah, so pretty much, yeah. If if you haven't been scared off yet by our renditions <laughs> of it, then you'll enjoy it. Hey, and if uh, she tells you to turn it off, she's part of the one. Um, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. All right. Hope hope you're not too deep already. So. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, and it's on. I think I believe it's on Hulu right now. So right. enjoy. Right. I don't. I think I watched it a couple weeks ago. Actually, great, great pick, man. Great pick. Uh, all right. What do you got for us? All right. My first pick's a little less fun. Uh, mm. but a great film. But a great film. Um. This is 2012. Sorry, 2009. Paper Man. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. With the dude from Mad Men, right? Uh, no, this has got Jeff Daniels, Ryan Reynolds, Emma Stone, and Lisa Kudrow. In it. What am I thinking of? Um, not sure. Not sure. This is a film I think that went under the radar. I believe it's kind of an, an independent release. So, um, written and directed by Kieran Mulroney and Michelle Mulroney. Um, it, it's it's different. I'll put it that way. It's a kind of a coming of middle age, is what they call it, a coming of middle age comedy that chronicles the unlikely friendship between a failed author to play by Jeff Daniels and a Long Island team played by Emma Stone. Don't, don't, just don't, don't go there though on it. It's not that kind of film. Okay. But, yeah, it's not that kind of film. They literally become friends. Lisa Kudrow, I believe, it plays kind of the, the somewhat love interest of Jeff Daniels. He's an eccentric writer that goes to get away on Long Island, in the woods of Long Island, to write his next book, but he's struggling. Hmm. You need... So, Paper Man, 
is Ryan Reynolds. I'll post a trailer to this on Twitter because the trailer does a really good job. Uh, Paper Man is played by Ryan Reynolds, and he's supposed to be like this superhero that is an imaginary friend slash deterrent of Jeff Daniels' writing career. Mm. Uh, I'll say this with... Um, you need to be the right mindset for this film. There's a turn at the end that can hit kind of hard. All right? It's it's just... it's I don't know. It's got that kind of very indie film twist to it, I guess you would say. But uh, ah. but it's a great film. I think it's it's very deep in heart and deep in feels. But no, it's a more serious film than a comedy. So just be right for it. Definitely some trigger warnings about this film, but I think fuck it's good. Like it's it's one of those I watched. I'm like I don't know if I can watch it again until I'm in that headspace or show it to somebody at the right time. But I mean it's not what you're gonna pick up a repeat. <laughs> sure, it, one of those like. Indie yeah. film kind of yeah, thing, yeah. Yeah, so, but man, it's, I think all the all the portrayals and all the acting is so freaking fantastic in this film. So fantastic. Mm. That's very early in Emma Stone's career, right? So, very, I mean, Ryan Reynolds, when I mean, he's kind of in between becoming, you know, the, the star before and the resurgence he is now. So, it's, uh, you know, but it's it's fun. It's fun. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Second film that Emma Stone and Lisa Kudrow were in together. They were also in an Easy A. Oh yeah, yeah so, she's yeah. the principal in that, right? Lisa. Our, yeah, she's something guidance counselor. Counselor, but she's also the wife of her favorite teacher. Yeah. So, but anyway, I think it's it's a fantastic film. I think it's on Stars or Prime mm. alone right now. But anyway, um, definitely one of those I say pick up if you like those people that are in it and like i said you need to be in the right mindset and uh great indie film great story great all around it's not super long just under two hours uh but yeah but tread lightly tread lightly okay (laughs) well do noted yeah it's listed as comedy drama on IMDb. Mm, so more anytime that's the case it's more drama than comedy right you will laugh at some jokes but by the end you're gonna be like i feels my feels all right. Well, well cool. We're getting too depressed. What you got? All right. Whoa, I do not have a pick me up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. all right. Here we go. Here My we next go. pick was the 2001 Ridley Scott movie, uh, Black Hawk Down. Okay. So yeah. one of my favorite action films. Um, not, not the favorite, but definitely up there. Um, one of my favorite war films, I guess you could say, with Josh Hartnett, Hartnett, uh, Ewan McGregor, Tom Sizemore. Um, man, I. And once again, I just like, where do I start with this one? It is, uh, you know, it's about the U.S. Rangers and Delta Force teams in uh, Somalia when they were going to extract a warlord or something along those lines. And then a Black Hawk helicopter goes down and the second one goes down. And it's just all of them trying to get to the crash sites and rescue the downed uh, military guys and fight their way out of an encroaching city. You know, there's just mm-hmm. cities swarming on them. And that's it. That's the whole movie. You know, yeah, there's no swalling story, uh, sprawling story or um, uh, okay. deep plot. That's that's it. You're just pretty much into the action pretty quick. You're in with the guys and then it just it gets going. You know, it does. It's one of Orlando Bloom's first. Movies. Oh, he is in it. Yeah. And yeah, Tom Hardy. Um, yep. A lot of great people in that film. I really yeah, it's just very stacked. Um, yeah, which most military films like that are, but 
Dude, I love that movie. It's 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 a good one. It's a very much realistic. Yeah, I was I was debating because I was debating like, do you call it realistic? Like, do the military people come along and say like, oh, oh no, not really? But I, it's visceral. I think is the word yeah, I'll use. That's a good one. That's a good description. Very visceral. Um, so I can't speak to the hundred percent accuracy of it. Very Let's visceral film. Up. Um, the book of a guy who was there, right? Mm. Correct? I believe. I believe he wrote a book, and that's what they derive it from. So, it's weird too, because it's like, it's one of those war films that you know you have this variety of war films. I feel like you have the like glorify it war films. They're just like one lone hero or one special <laughs> dude, just like blast in the end. I'm Sean know. Rambo, and I'm gonna go kill this cop. Yeah. <laughs> We gotta kill these Russians, you yeah, know. Right. Plow. Or you have like um, like a real patriotic one, with like American flags waving, and yeah, America. Like get your truck and America. Let's blow some American people police. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I would not have gone to that one, but yeah, 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 exactly. Well, my first pick was Patriot Mel Gibson, but I thought no, two American world police. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, that would be a, a very Patriotic, the one lone hero yeah. fighting the British for your freedom. Mm-hmm. So you can blow exploding colors into the sky once a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> then you have like the anti war versions, right? That's like, war is hell and nobody should do it. We'll We're a bunch of idiots yeah. for like, and there's some good versions, but there's different layers of that, you know, versions mm-hmm. of that. I guess there's some of that here. Um, it's it's weird because it's like Josh Hartnett is kind of the star, but he's not the hero. He's just one of the many Rangers, you know, and then you have the Delta Force team kind of intertw- intertwining with them. Yeah, um, it's a team. There's no like individual hero. There's no like sentimental crap. It's you don't see the families back home or any like right. backstory. It's just like we're here. Should we be here? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. That's not for like these guys to decide. They're just in it, doing the mission, doing their job. Mm. Shit hits the fan, and now we gotta, you know, do what we gotta do, kind of thing. Little trivia about that. That Yeah, book book and movie. It's the first time that Delta, the Army Army Division of Delta, has ever been confirmed to exist. Really? Yes. They always was thought they had a special forces called Delta. But no one ever would confirm it. And that book and that movie confirmed they exist. Like officially? Because, I mean, it... Well, yeah. I mean, I think the Army waiter came out and said, yes, Delta does exist. And they actually tried to get it taken out of the book, I believe. But anyway, so... Yeah. Kind of crazy. So, I mean, even the mood for, like, a a very tense, you know, uh, like, war movie, it's, it's a great one to pick up. It's also a great one. I mean, my God, Ridley Scott, right? He's so right. good with like details and the, right. and the directing of just it's not Michael uh, Bay where everything's blowing up. It's yeah. I mean, my God, I was just thinking about like Ridley Scott's uh, tenure of films. And my God, like Blade Runner, Alien, Gladiator. Those are just like the, the top three, you know, you just know, I think about those films. You think what he, you know what he does really well. What's that? Like the quiet moments. Oh yeah. You think about Black Hawk Down and Gladiator. And Alien, That's a good point. Yeah, those quiet moments where everything goes a little too still, and you're just like, I'm. Oh, okay. They got, they got peace and quiet, but 
it's too quiet. <laughs> so he, yeah, there are some of those where it's like, okay, we've been surrounded, night's fallen, attacks yeah. coming, but we're gonna make coffee and bullshit for a bit, you know? Right. Oh, Ewan McGregor makes the coffee. Holy yeah. shit! Oh my god, yeah. Uh, so cool. Very cool. Yeah. Our... Great film. Great. So watch movie. it. Yeah, watch it. I feel like we could just talk about Ridley Scott for an hour, but we'll let's let's, we, we let's just move on. A Ridley Scott only episode. It'd be a bonus episode on our Patreon. Uh, yeah, that, my God, that'd be like a six-part series, I think. Hey, that's fine. I give people what they want. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Kingdom of Heaven alone, right? Like, that's we talked about that for a long time. American Gangster. Yeah, I don't have a love Kingdom of Heaven, but anyway. Well, well here's the thing. I, before we, I don't want to change it too much, but there's mm-hmm. the studio release of Kingdom of Heaven, and then there's okay. the, the director's cut. Oh, okay. I don't know because. Well, he shot it with a very specific thing in mind. Like, it, it's not supposed to be like an action movie, or it's not. It's not really meant to be. Um, I'm trying to. What's the the term for this? Like, they try to turn it into like this war movie, like a patriot gladiator type thing. That's that's right. never what it was supposed to be. And okay. so, okay. I, if you ever do watch it, be sure and watch the director's cut. It changes it quite a bit. Um, it is long. It is ungodly long, but it's pretty good. All right. Well, okay, Anyhow, well, moving along. Moving along. All right. Sounds good. Um. All right. I'm going to. It's not gonna pick up the motif so much, but uh, I have a TV show. Which all I right. Excited to see today that season two is releasing August 23rd. Cool. So, cool. I am very pumped to see because it's been out for a while. Season one has been. So to see that it's finally getting to season two makes me excited. It's Apple TV's Invasion. Okay, so it's a sci fi show. It's Earth is visited by aliens that, let's say, appear to be less than friendly. Um, season one is told through the eyes of about five sets of characters. So it kind of bounces around. Uh, Sam Neill is in it of Jurassic Park, Peaky Blinders, other great hits, fame. He plays a sheriff, I think, in Oklahoma. You've got a family in New York. You've got um, this kid in England. Uh, I'm trying to think of other, other characters. Oh, you've got a soldier, a soldier in Afghanistan. And then you have the Japanese version of NASA uh, hmm. dealing with stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, kind of crazy, kind of nuts. It's, it's pretty action-packed heavy, and it's very gritty, and I feel like this is how it would actually be if this actually happened to the human race, what would happen. Very much War of the Worlds slash science feel, but you get to see the whole world react in different ways. You get to see, like I said, like the Japanese NASA react, and you get to see kind of a, a lonely Oklahoma sheriff react, and you, you, know, you get to see this family trying to leave Manhattan, so it's it's pretty cool, and you can see, like of course, like I said, a soldier in Afghanistan that you know comes in contact. Anyway, really nuts, really fun. Uh, I'm very excited about season two. I, I, I probably watched the show. I think in season one, I watched in 2020 or 2021. Yeah, so, uh, it's been a couple of years. Uh, but yeah, it, it's I can't I can't say enough good things about it. I think if you like science, you like science fiction, you like a realistic kind of what would happen. What would happen? Basically, if you like Walking Dead with aliens, watch Invasion. Okay, um, said, but since you don't get, I would say this: you don't get to see the alien a lot. They do hide it a lot, so it's a lot more suspense. But uh, man, I think it's it's fantastic. It should, it's more of a human nature show too. Mm. So you know how they turn, you know, how you you know you turn on each other and 
It's every man for himself, Darwinism. But anyway, it's great. Like I said, season two premieres August 23rd. Cool. Now is the time to binge season one, right? Like, hey, welcome to the weekend. What do you want to do? I don't know. I heard this new show and it's a great podcast I listen to. Let's check it out. I mean, you can get like 90 days of Apple TV free right now with certain codes and certain things. I mean, your iPhone comes free with three months. So, boom, do it, you know? So, but uh, anyway, I, I think, yeah, you can get a free episode too uh, right now on huh. Apple TV to check it out. Oh, nice. And how are you? How are we feeling about Apple TV these days? Like, are there shows hitting or like yeah. kind of a mixed bag? Like, I, I feel like they throw so much money in stars. It's like, oh my God, like those people are in the show. And I then think, I'll start uh, to watch it and lose interest. And I'm trying to think the last five I've watched, I have liked so far, which would be Invasion, Ted Lasso, of course. Oh, yeah. Platonic, physical. And Silo hmm. are all fantastic shows on Apple TV right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. I haven't watched any of their movies. I want to watch that one with Tom Hanks. Oh, great. Uh, great. Boy, with the robot? Yeah, he, he has a robot friend. He makes a oh, movie. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like it, okay. but that's not... I hadn't seen reviews or nothing, but... That's not exactly it. a testament to <laughs> whether you will like it or not. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember what it... It almost felt like maybe this is unfair, but it felt a little bit like um um oh wow, I just blinked down his island volleyball movie. Um Castaway. Oh, uh, Castaway? Yeah. It almost felt like Castaway with into the world and a robot instead of a volleyball. Mm. It's just like uh, that makes sense. And then the ending, they try to ramp it up and Yeah. You know, maybe it was good. Maybe I was just maybe I'm just a, a soulless like give me the guns, pew pews, but um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just, eh. I thought uh, Finch, right? That's what I'm thinking. Oh yeah, Finch. Yeah, Finch. Um, well, I gave it three stars on Letterboxd, so I didn't hate it. it okay. You know, it's like a heartfelt apocalypse film. So yeah, there you go. Right, I right. I thought you were talking about Greyhound, his other other Apple oh, TV movie. Yeah. It's uh he plays a uh a captain of allied ships, you know, carrying uh, soldiers across the Atlantic during World War II. And hmm. so he basically has like no air cover or anything. He's trying to get across the Atlantic. And for five days, his convoy is like being surrounded by Nazi U-boats. So it's just the whole thing. Movie is just him on a ship captaining, <laughs> just, you know, I'm the captain now. Shell, you know, yelling out captain things. Yeah, it's very like straightforward. You know, you just get in it. Hmm. You're with Tom Hanks, captaining a ship. Hey, let's so. go. Let's go. All, all right. Any, we love Uncle Tom. We all love Uncle Tom. But uh, anything else on invasion? I don't, man. I'm good. I just, I can, I would definitely say, hey, it's uh, the wife and I like to make a Sunday, a Sunday night show. Yeah, and that was one that was on our list back in the day. So. um and my father-in-law listens to this. A shout out to Tom. Hey, Tom, if you haven't watched Invasion yet, hit that up. So, cool. Yeah. So, uh, what's on next, bud? Well, I get like a, a dual pick here. Okay. So, um, the first one is the 1991 from Catherine Bigelow, Point Break. Oh fuck yeah! With Patrick Swayze and a young Keanu Reeves, 
Well, <laughs> Gary Busey. Um, yeah. I mean, just a fantastic film. Be careful which one you do. Don't watch the remake. Just no, don't bother. No, 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 no. Um, was oh man, who was in that one? I just blanked out. Uh, it's like, well, no wonder I blanked out. Nobody. Yeah, Nobody's nobody, in the remake. Nobody's in that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a terribly. Re- I apparently I watched it, and my my brain, in an effort to protect me, blinked it all out. Um. Don't watch the remake, garbage. But man, the original. Um, I don't know. You probably have to rent it, but it's a. Uh, I feel like I saw it somewhere, maybe HBO Max or the Max. Uh, I think it just left, so I think it's okay. it's in rental only for right now. Basically, uh, okay. Keanu Reeves plays an FBI agent that goes undercover, trying to like find these dudes that are like stealing things, and he learns how to surf so he can fit in with this surfer crew they're robbing banks and gary Busey's his fbi partner and patrick swayze's this cool surfer dude and um yeah it's just great just a great film uh Uh, all-time favorites one of the top five rewatchables and highly rated fantastic i also just i'm a big fan of of, uh catherine Bigelow. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I'm saying her name right, but that's she's right. a female director that's done oh, just a lot of movies I like, right? She did Point Break early. Um, she did The Hurt Locker, Zero Dark Thirty, Blue oh, wow. Steel, if you've ever seen, a, I don't know if you've ever seen that one with um, Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't think I have seen Blue Steel, no. It, it's crazy. It's like <laughs> from 1990 and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis plays a rookie New York City cop who basically has like this serial killer who gets obsessed with her and there's some pretty dark um troublesome scenes toward the end that we won't get into in this particular podcast because who knows might (laughs) recommend it down the road um but yeah check that one out if you're ever bored um okay near dark detroit strange days i'll stop talking about Catherine um and get back to point break which leads me into uh Part two of the pick, um, The Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I know where you're going with this already. Well, I mean, there's nowhere to go. It's a blatant, like, and they've said it, like the people who wrote it, directed it, whatever. Um, it's a point break. It's point break with cars. Yeah. yeah. Like, if yeah. you've seen Fast and Furious and you haven't seen Point Break, you know, <laughs> you're doing yourself a disservice. It's yeah. a, I love Fast and Furious. I'm not shitting on it. Nope, but no. Point Break is the original, better version of it that came 10 years earlier. And then Fast and Furious is like, oh, that's cool. What if instead of surfboards surfing, we do the exact same movie, but with cars? Oh, and it's like, oh, man. cool. And they did, and it was fun. And yeah. it's yeah. good. I like it. You know, um, mm-hmm. Paul Walker's great, and Diesel's great. Love Michelle Rodriguez. Um, but yeah, they're just, it's the same movie. It's like a, Maybe not exact point by point, but man, it's so close. Close enough. You know, I hit a sad point though. It was What's that? A year a year ago when I realized that. Really? <laughs> yeah. It never occurred to you before that. I never thought about it. Yeah, I, that's okay, fine. So I have friends like you, other friends like Dig D, like cinematographer. That film was fantastic, and they had to use the music. I'm like, fuck, that's a cool show. That's how I think of all the movies. Now I've changed over the years talking to people. But man, I never thought about how they're basically the same. Like, why do I love these two movies? Oh, wait, they're oh. the same storyline. I mean, there's like cinematography and 
director. Yeah. You, but, and yeah. then they're just like, wait, I'm sorry, that is the exact same plot. Right. right. You're an undercover cop who infiltrates a, you're trying to find who's robbing these banks, trucks, whatever. And yeah. so you learn a skill set like driving or surfing to infiltrate one of the su- suspected gangs yep. and you fall in love with, he falls in love with them while he's there and like man i love this this is my family you know while he leads the cops to another group the yep. in fast and furious it's the asian gang yep. and uh point break, point break it's neo-nazi yeah the neo-nazi gang with anthony kiedis of red hot chili peppers yep the cops bust him and it's like, oh, they're bad dudes, but this is not the group we're looking yeah, for. Right. And then in the end, it's like, oh, the group you infiltrated and befriended it and became family friend. with. It was them. They learned you're a cop. Now, who are you going to help? Which loyalty are you going to test for? Yeah. <laughs> the, ending, the ending of Point Break is more climatic than the ending of Fast and Furious. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But Adam Swayze is better than Vin Diesel. But, you know. But no, I, I, I it did. It took me a little while. Uh, yeah, but both great films, great picks. God damn it! Like, <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm so just, and just to talk about Fast and Furious for a minute, like, yeah, it's funny. the The first time I saw it, I, um, Terrence, I won't go into last names or anything, but you know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. like, was at his college. They had a you know, they got it. He got a pirated copy of it on I DVD. Had the same copy. I had the same yeah. Copy. And so we watched it at a friend's house. And the first time I saw this film, there was no soundtrack on it. Like right. it had the sound effects of the cars, the, right. you know, all the stuff, but there was no music. It was uh, eerie. Uh, yeah. But like, I couldn't, when I watched it, I couldn't quite place it. It's like, there's something wrong, but I don't know what it is. And it wasn't until like a year or more later that I watched the actual release oh, with the music. And I was like, yeah, what the hell? Like what's happening? Is this film good? Like, I just, <laughs> I, oh, oh, by the way, for the FBI agents listing, allegedly pirated copy. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. The statute of limitations is way gone, but yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I've, yeah. I've paid for it many times over since then. So fuck right, right. off. Right, yeah. I think I still have it on DVD and Blu-ray here at the house. But, um, yeah, Fast and Furious was fun. Paul Walker was great. Vin Diesel. I think it really launched his career. Um, And then, uh, man, I I was just thinking about, like, Ja Rule in it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, just shouting no at the top of his lungs because he loses (laughs) his chance at a threesome. Like, (laughs) there's so many good moments in it. Is it good? No, it is good. It is fantastic. It's uh, it's a fun film. They're both fun films. Absolutely. I made us all peel out leaving the movie theater. Oh yeah, right. I mean, how many people got into like speeding tickets or things? Hundred percent, hundred percent. And Fast Ten just came out. Oh yeah, yeah, it did. I'm sad it wasn't called Fast Ten Your Seatbelts, but um, <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that, man, that series really like. The first, the next two stayed with the car theme of like, yeah, we're street racers, and I was like, yeah, but what if we just let all that go and became like an action franchise yeah. that like robs hundred million dollar things and drives tanks? And they have jumped the proverbial shark. Oh my god, they long ago. They like stuffed a shark in the shark, threw it in the Grand Canyon, and like filled it. 
I don't know where that analogy is going, but yes. But yeah, but they, yeah, yeah. It's it's long dead. Um, I don't know. I still watch them when they stream every now and then, though. So I'm well, I feel like they had their peak, right? Like five was pretty good. Yeah, I think yeah. seven was amazing, and then it it's really been falling quickly down since. Yeah, I the like latest the rock showed up. That was, that was seven, right? I don't remember. Five or seven. Five or seven. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's been going pretty downhill ever since. Oh yeah, but they'll ride it till it dies. So. Yeah. Well. Don't yeah. give them your money, kids. They no, keep making crap. Stop, stop paying them. But, you know, I miss when people just made like one good film and called it a day, you know? Like, yeah. If you want family, go to Olive Garden because when you're here, you're family. Um, no, I, I'm not going to Olive Garden. They charge me extra because I split a salad and they charge me for two salads and I haven't been back since. Wow. So huh. don't cross me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm married to Italian, so I get Italian food at home. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. None of that. Uh, let's God bless. Let's move on. I've got this podcast. We're doing a great job today. Um, this is what I, people are here for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? I'm glad you're here. Uh, thanks for sticking with us this episode. Um, don't forget to leave a five star review. Share it with a friend. Uh, all right. So let's go on to my next pick. I got another TV show. Uh, oh, take that back. Yeah, I'll do the TV show next. All right. Um, it's on Amazon Prime Original. Uh, it's called Red Oaks. Uh, it's got three seasons. It's an 80s comedy. It's a little mm. more real, a little more gritty than, say, like The Breakfast Club. It's full of fun characters, full of great cast. I mean, the, I've even some classic 80, 80s folks like Richard Kind, Paul Reiser, Jennifer Grey is even in this film. I know this film is a TV show. They're fantastic to see them drop, drop in as they were famous, really famous in the 80s. Uh, it's set around a country club called Red Oaks, Red Oaks Country Club. But it's a little more serious set of patrons than, say, like, you know, the Caddyshack. You're still going to get the comedic parts of it, right? Of like a Caddyshack style. Um, so it's set around kind of the summers at Red Oaks and the, and the people there. One of his kids, he has to go work there in the summer. He works there as, as a part time tennis pro because he's trying to save to go to college. So it's kind of the reason for it all. And of course, he gets involved in hygiene because a couple of his friends work there. One of those friends is played by Oliver Cooper. He plays Wheeler. Seriously, that dude steals the entire series. <laughs> cool. I get a little annoyed by the David Myers character, just a hair, because uh, you know, whatever. He's like the he's the Ted. He's the he's the Ross of the show. You know, you're supposed to love him, but you hate him. You like the Joey, the Joey instead. Mm. Oliver Cooper is kind of Joey with a little bit more poor life choices. <laughs> but anyway. He's funny. He's been in a couple other things. I can't place where and what. I haven't really looked it up. I know him for other places. I think maybe he was in stuff after this show. So three seasons are out. It's the complete series. Easily bingeable. Fun as hell to watch. It's a great comedy. It's like 20, 30 minute episodes. The final season is pretty abrupt. But they, it's just because they're trying to wrap up the storylines instead of leaving you hanging. But by that time, I think you find yourself pretty attached to the characters after two seasons and kind of want to see how it ends up. Like I said, it's abrupt, so there's not really a lot of, like, finesse to the third season. I even think it's, like, four to six episodes long. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah. But I think it's a fun show. I've rewatched first season multiple times. It's just, I think it's fun. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's done really well. I think the characters are a lot of fun, and the storylines are, you know, are just a good time. Uh, it's It's light. It's very light. It's not... Kind of like destroy your mindset, like Paper Man. So if you need to watch, <laughs> watch Paper Man, after you watch Paper Man, maybe put on an episode 
of red oaks to to lighten the mood before you go to bed. That's why. All right, so I'll probably check that out a little later. Yeah, dude. Uh, you know, if you're uh, <clears throat> take part in the devil's lettuce or you know have a couple of bourbons or cocktails in you, that'd be even more fun. It's one of those kind of shows. So nice. Yeah, but very much on the '80s side. So if you like the '80s stuff, you're gonna like this. I think. And so you kind of addressed it, but like, so it sounds very much like Caddyshack, but it it's like less silly. Yes, less over the top. More, okay. More. Like a yeah. grounded Caddyshack. Grounded. Yeah, that's a yeah grounded Caddyshack. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's a good way okay. to put it. With a great cast of characters. So. But better than Caddyshack Two. Oh, we don't speak of Caddyshack. <laughs> What? That guy got made? It's like the Point Break remake. We don't talk about that. That does not exist in this universe. We should do a podcast of films that never should have been made. Done. Let's do it. I don't know what we'll call it, but... And there'll be mostly, like, sequels to great movies. 100%. Or remakes. Some some sequels are so good, they're better than the first. We'll also do that episode. Oh, like Terminator. Crocodile Dundee 2. I think it's better than the first. Okay. Sure, Yeah. yeah. Give you that one. Yeah, but <laughs> before we digress too far, before we spoil our other podcast, which you should listen to, uh, you, what else? You got anything else for us? I don't think we digress. I don't think we're digressing enough, frankly. <laughs> uh, okay, well we can we can go deep. Uh, no, no, I'm, that's it for me. Just the three movie, well, three and a half movies. Yeah. Um, Fast and Furious counts as a half, not a full. This was an original idea. Yeah, and it's just uh, fine. And I, I know really not harping on it for that. It's just. That happens a lot. It's fine. It it's it like does. how many times has Die Hard been remade, right? Like oh, it's yeah. Die Hard at an airport. It's Die Hard, but on a train. Like True. fine. True. This is cool. Or the running movies, Jason. Stop. Stop running movies. My favorite one is it's Die Hard, but at a hockey game. Yeah, that sudden death of Jean Claude Van Damme. I love that film. <laughs> so dumb. I love it. So dumb. I love it. I think Jean, Jean Claude Van Damme film was pretty much just the same Jean Claude Van Damme film. Yeah. He was the same in all of them, that's for sure. Well, yeah, he did a splits at some point. Yeah, but he's still amazing. Uh, all right, y'all. Well, um, real quick, uh, like I said earlier, don't forget to leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast. It helps us out a lot as we're working to get sponsors, working to build up our following. So share it with your friends. Tell your friends about it, family members about this. Hey, you know, in the life of streaming, it's a lot out there. So that's what we're here to help you narrow down your finds. So please rate, review, help us out. Follow us, subscribe to us. It helps us get that. And uh, we'll kick off our Patreon with some bonus things, maybe rants of the week or something like that with Jason uh, and what shit not to watch. Uh, but social media, follow us on Twitter at This Week's Picks Pod. And on Instagram and TikTok at this week's picks, where I drop, and Twitter and TikTok's where I drop the occasional middle of the week gambling picks and stuff like that. So please follow us up. Uh, also, to announce, as you may have noticed on last week's, I'm going to start releasing and uploading, well, uploading, publishing the, uh, the podcast episodes on Mondays. This is going to allow a football season starting that I can get those gambling picks in and tie them into the Sunday, the whole long week's parlay for the Sunday's games and all those over and unders. So we'll start releasing at 6 a.m. on Mondays, new episodes. So we'll start in the week there. Start your streaming week and your entertainment week on Mondays now. Speaking of betting, we're going to hold off. There ain't nothing but WNBA and Major League Baseball right now, and baseball's going to the All-Star break. So, hey, it's kind of the doldrums. Let's chill out. we got 50 days. 
until college football kickoff. And that's when I'm going to bring back the stupid fucking parlays and Nix's picks. I'm going to have some whammies of some bets for that first week of college football and the NFL rollout. So get ready for those. Can't wait. Baltimore Ravens preseason money line is the hammer of the gods as it was last year. But uh, anyway, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, Jason, great episode today. I think we had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Always a pleasure. I appreciate all the effort of the picks. Again, thanks everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, and share with a friend or family member. Thanks for listening. Take care. Jason, until next time, cheers, buddy. Have a good one.